0: ABF Creative 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, wait a minute, where'd the rest of you come from? Huh. Well, look at that, quite the popular guy I've become around these parts, eh Oliver? <laughs> huh, All oh, right. that reminds me. I always see you kids walking in here with those bags of chips and cookies. How about I serve you some real food? <laughs> I've been itching to get back into cooking. It used to be a passion of mine. As a matter of fact, I think I'll make my world-famous sloppy joes for y'all. They used to be a real hit back in the day. I tell you campus kept coming back for seconds and thirds. I just know you're going to love them. No can do Oliver, there's a strict no animals in the kitchen policy here at Red Room, food safety and all. Nothing personal. (laughs) Sure sure, I'll save you a bite. Now follow me kids, a special treat awaits. (laughs) Now where did I see it last? Aha! Bingo! This right here is the quintessential step to making a good sloppy joe. High quality ground beef. Mmm. Look at it. Enough to make your mouth water. <laughs> what? what the? Oliver, I told you. No birds in my kitchen. Unless they're the kind you can eat. <laughs> huh? There's nothing wrong with my beef. This is premium. <laughs> Well, this could go either way now that I think about it, but uh, I'm sure it'll be fine. Once I cook it into my homemade sauce, the flavors will completely transform it. Man, what happened to all the utensils in here? Hold on a second, kids. Is perfect to start with. I'm just gonna rinse it off and then it'll be good to go. (laughs) Won't be long now, but if you really can't wait, I could break out another scary story. (laughs) Better brace yourselves for this one. It wasn't bad enough that Marcia's family had, had moved down, down south
1: to a south creepy old house in the middle of nowhere. They had to do it in the middle of a heat wave. Please let this be the box with my bathing suit, Marcia hoped aloud, ripping the packing tape off a box and pulling open the flaps. Ugh, great, Marcia grumbled, staring at the tangle of clothing she'd crammed into the box back in Jersey City, ignoring her mom's advice to... Pack it neat, so it'll be neat to unpack. I hate it when she's right. Marsha mumbled to herself, wiping drips of sweat from her forehead and heading over to the window. It took a few tugs to get the old window open, but when she finally did, there was no cool breeze as a reward. It was just as hot outside and still as it was in. Ugh. Dad can't put the air conditioners in soon enough, Marcia groaned. The window overlooked the weedy backyard bordered by a thick stand of trees. And beyond that... The lake, Marcia said with a grin, imagining how good it would feel to slip into that cool water. That's it, Marcia decided. No more unpacking. Marsha walked over to the new-to-her-antique four-poster bed and tipped the box she'd just opened upside down, spilling out a jumbled assortment of winter scarves she'd never need again, her running clothes, and finally, her swimsuit. Bye, Dad! Marsha called as she landed on the bottom step of the front hall staircase and headed for the door. Slow down, Speedy! Her dad called from the small library off the front hall. Where are you off to? Marsha stepped into the library and watched for a moment while her dad pulled a worn book off a shelf and studied its cover. He's already forgotten what he asked me, Marsha thought with a grin. She watched a moment more and then shouted, I'm going swimming! Ack! Her dad yelled, dropping the book he was holding. He swung around to face Marsha, his face breaking into a large smile. They sure loved their books. Marcia had a theory that her dad and mom chose this house because it had sat empty of people but full of their stuff for decades. They loved old things, and this house was full of them. They left a whole library. Doesn't seem like any of them were read, though they were the O'Malleys, the family tree that had owned this home for decades, even though it had sat empty since the first O'Malley couple had built it. For whatever reason, they were the only people to ever live in the house. It had sat empty until some great-grandnephew decided to sell it. Fascinating, Marcia said dryly, grinning at her dad. I'm going swimming. Be careful. Her mom called from the kitchen where she was carefully hand-washing the full set of antique dishes they found in the cabinets. And don't go out too far. I'm the JV swim team captain and a junior lifeguard, Marcia reminded her mom as she crossed the front porch and jogged down the steps, the screen door slamming behind her. Nobody else lives here? Marcia wondered aloud when she arrived on the lake shore a few minutes later. Marveling at how all the way around the lake, there were no other houses, just dense forest. Gotcha, Marcia said, swatting the mosquito. With mosquitoes swarming, Marcia dove into the lake and then, stretching out into long strokes that brought her away from the shore and into cooler water. Not bad, Marcia said aloud, flipping onto her back and letting the water hold her. The late summer sky was darkening into a deep blue. Too many mosquitoes, though. Marsha kicked a bit, trying to move away from the weeds tickling at her back, turning her head to see that she'd drifted a long way from shore. Get off, she said aloud, shaking her foot to free it from the lake weed that had wrapped around her ankle. Marcia swam in place for a moment, her heart hammering, and for the first time, noticing the eerie quiet. Even the mosquitoes had gone silent. Marsha screamed as the weed wrapped around her ankle again, gripping with vice-like strength, yanking so hard Marsha went under. Marsha kicked furiously as the weed seemed to sink, pulling Marsha down where the water turned cold and the light was dim. She kicked harder, finally making contact, but instead of the slime of lake weed, her foot struck something hard and her ankle was released. a hand Marsha sputtered shifting into a crawl and ripping through the water to shore (sighs) what happened Marsha's mother asked jumping up from the table when Marsha rushed into the kitchen soaking wet and shivering there there, there's someone in the lake mom Marsha cried they tried to pull me under. Lake weeds, her dad said gravely, appearing behind Marsha and wrapping her shoulders in a towel. Not lake weeds, Marsha objected. It was a hand. JV swim captain or not, I should not have let you swim alone. Marsha's mom called after her as Marsha stomped out of the room and ran up the stairs. Lake weed's my butt, Marcia said angrily, shoving the clothes off of her bed onto the floor, not caring that she was soaking her comforter as she laid down. The creepy old bed creaked as she shifted, and Marcia shuddered, grateful she at least had her familiar mattress from home. Lake water dripped from her hair, mixing with her tears, and after a long while, she fell into an uneasy sleep. Marsha woke early the next morning. Her skin was tight with dried lake water, but the thought of getting into water, even a shower, made Marsha shudder. So she just changed into her running clothes, slipped on her sneakers, and slipped out of the house for a run. Saw you out there in the lake yesterday evening. Said a voice as Marcia had just crossed the front porch. Who are you? Marcia asked with a jump, eyeing the older man in overalls who was holding a large pair of pruning shears over the bushes by the porch. Name's Edward, the man said, opening the large shears and snipping a stray branch. I've been the caretaker here since. well, since I was about your age. Your dad asked me to keep things trimmed up while you all get settled. Oh, Marcia said, wiping sweat from her forehead. The heat already felt like a hot, damp blanket, and she rethought her plan for a run. So, you're a swimmer and a runner, Edward said, continuing his work. You asked me, I'd skip to the dry land sports. Did I ask you? Marcia responded. "'knowing she was being disrespectful. "'But who was this guy?' "'Edward shook his head. "'No, you did not. "'But I'm telling you anyway.' "'He stopped cutting and gave her a grave look. "'You wonder why there are no other houses around this lake?' "'Maybe,' Marcia said. "'Or why the O'Malley family kept this house "'for more than half a century?' Never letting anyone live in it until that fool great-grandnephew sold it to your folks, full of furniture? Somehow 60 years old, but looking brand new? Why? Marcia asked, not sure she wanted the answer. Because nobody wants to keep old Mrs. O'Malley company at the bottom of the lake. You saw her out there in the lake, didn't you? Or felt her? Edward started cutting again. It was their first night in this house. It had just been built. Their things just moved in. Newlyweds. She was still in her wedding dress when they ran down to the lake to jump in. She went in first, and she never came out. Marcia was horrified. Wait, didn't her husband go in to save her? Nope, Edward said. Rumor has it he panicked, ran back to the house, and called for help. But of course, by the time they got here, Mrs. O'Malley was long gone sunk to the bottom, never to be seen again. That's awful, Marcia said. It is, Edward agreed. Mr. O'Malley never slept in this house, just left all their pretty new things and moved away. And since then, anytime anyone is dumb enough to try and swim in that lake, they all say the same thing. Something grabs them, Marcia said. Mrs. O'Malley grabs them, Edward corrected. People think she's still waiting for her husband to save her. I just think she wants some company. That night, Marcia slept with the lights on. She told her parents what the old man, Edward, had told her, and they had the nerve to laugh like it was a charming story about their charming new house. Ugh, too hot to sleep, Marcia grumbled, flipping her pillow to the cool side only to find there was none. Even with the old-fashioned fan whirring away on her bedside table, everything was hot, and Marcia wondered if she'd ever be cool again. Marcia glanced at the clock when she heard the footsteps. Her mom must be up getting a drink of water. But the footsteps didn't go downstairs, they came to her door. Mom? Marcia called. Even with the lights on in her room, she felt the dark night pressing in on her. Marcia watched as her bedroom door creaked open. Mom? Marcia said again. But it wasn't her mother. A white, bony hand reached around the door and pushed it open. A long, white lace sleeve dripped with water onto the floor. (laughs) Marcia tried to scream, but the sound stuck in her throat as the door opened all the way, revealing a woman with dripping wet hair, an old-fashioned wedding dress tattered and soaked through, clinging to her skeletal frame. Marcia wrinkled her nose at the familiar smell of lake, watching in horror as the woman moved with wet footsteps across the floor until she stood at the foot of Marcia's bed. Mrs. O'Malley! Mrs. O'Malley! Marcia whispered as the rancid water splashed onto the bed. Mrs. O'Malley opened her mouth, releasing a gush of water. <laughs> No one came, she gurgled. No one came to save me. I know, Marcia said. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that no one came. You came. You came to... Mrs. O'Malley moved so quickly, Marcia didn't have time to react until the skeletal fist was once again around her ankle. No! Marcia yelled. You came to keep me company! Mrs. O'Malley yelled, her mouth falling open, releasing a flood of water that knocked Marcia backwards, drenching her with a torrent that gushed onto the floor, rising until Marcia was completely submerged. Marcia screamed, sitting straight up in bed, drenched with not lake water, but sweat. A bad dream. Just a bad dream. She flopped back into bed, trying to steady her breathing, when something wrapped tight around her ankle.
0: Glad to see y'all still have an appetite after hearing that. You're a brave bunch, that's for sure. (laughs) Now gather round. Bon appetit. (laughs) Hey, what's wrong with my Slappy Joes? Hmm. Looks like that story really did scare the hunger out of y'all. Suit yourselves, then. I'm starving. <laughs> uh. No worries, kids. Just needs more salt as uh. Try it. Shh. I'm sorry. Did I hear you right? You want us to order a pizza? Don't knock my cooking till you try it, Oliver. And what makes you think a pizza delivery guy is going to walk into Red Room, huh? Don't forget! It's supposed to be (laughs) haunted. Hey! Where are you going? Come back! This is going to be the best thing you've ever tasted! I promise! (laughs) Pizza. Suit yourselves. On second thought, Guess it won't kill me to try and order a Pizza either. <laughs> hey! Anyone have a cell phone? If you come back in order, I promise I'll tell more stories. <laughs> Good ones, too! You won't regret it!